Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. This is your host. You already know the most charismatic man in entertainment. Now, before we get into this episode, I just want to make a quick note. You know, right now is a difficult time for America, especially women with the Supreme Court ruling on abortion. And first and foremost, I want to say me and my guest, Dimitri, are advocates and we stand for women during this difficult time. And I think no matter where you are on this issue, beside you on, it doesn't matter. I think at this point, just as humans, we need to band together and stand for women during this time and let the government know enough is enough. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about this controversial topic that got athletes, celebrities, politicians, and even the average citizen talking. Because we all got a mother, a cousin, a sister, an aunt, who may be impacted by this. And so we're going to be hitting this conversation from different angles, you know, because everybody has different opinions. So we're going to be addressing some of those opinions that I've seen. But I want you to know. For the women who's listening and for all the women around the world, we stand with you. And so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you keep this conversation going because this is the time that you use your voice to stand up and send a message. So let's get into the action. Let's get into this episode. And three, two, I didn't say one yet. One. Ah, man, we, it's been a. A rough week for America, uh, especially for women. Um, you know, a lot of things has been happening in the news, but this one in particular stood out because of the controversy that came out of this ruling. So without further ado, let's talk about this, because, uh, you know, a lot of people was chimed in. A lot of people have opinions and a lot of people are breaking this down um, into, you know, pro-life and, you know, pro-abortion and a bunch of other things. So. Um, before I get into this topic, let me let me ask you, um, you heard of the ruling. Um, what do you think about the Supreme Court's decision? Um, I feel like. I feel like the government needs to be in service to its citizens rather than its citizens being in service to the government. Um, I feel like it's unconstitutional and clearly it is because they overturned a constitutional right. So it's like, well, what's the purpose of having a constitution when, you know, these things can be overturned? Um, I think that the government needs to kind of stay out of people's business in terms of that. I don't think that it's anyone's um, right to, or it's anyone's authority to say what women should and shouldn't do with their um, bodies. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's a, it's a very black and white cut and dry situation to talk about, you know, although complex. And I feel like it's not for people to talk about. And I hate that, you know, women have to put themselves out there who've been through that, you know, or who might be going through that right now and live in a state where, you know, abortion is now illegal. So, you know, I don't agree with it at all. Yeah, man. Like I said, this, this, um, this topic is uh, multi-layered and let me first say, I know a lot of people might say, you know, there's two guys talking about it, but I don't think, us not being female doesn't mean we don't have empathy for them. Um, but one of the things I, one of the reasons why I said this is controversial is because, you know, a lot of people are advocating for women 
But then there's the other side where there's some women who actually agree with the ruling. And um, so let me let me back up before I get into all of that, because we're going to hit a, a, a couple different talking points here. Um, so for people who don't know what Roe versus uh, Wade was, it was a it was a court case back in the 1970s, 1980s um, that gave um, women the right to an abortion. You know, it's their choice. It's their body. They can make that right. And um, so the Supreme Court uh, decided to have another uh, look at the situation. And uh, one of the cases that stood out to me uh, was that um, Wednesday of last week, um, they had an oral argument in the Supreme Court about a previous um, ruling uh, that challenged the Mississippi restrictive abortion law. And so Mississippi, what that law entails is that um, it, it prohibits abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. And um, a lot of states have that kind of policy where up until a certain point in a woman's uh, term or trimester, you know, abortions aren't or should, shouldn't be uh, legal. Um, how do you feel about that part? What, what, how do I feel about what? How do you feel about states? Um, th this is this is uh, separate from the actual Supreme Court ruling, but how do you feel about states restricting abortion um, up until a certain point of a woman's trimester or term when they carry pregnancy? Because like like as like I was mentioning, Mississippi, for instance, have a law where up until 15 weeks, anytime after that, you can't have an abortion for women. Uh, do you think that's right or do you think that's unfair? I don't I don't agree with it. These people who are making these, you know, policies, laws and restrictions and what have you, these are not people who are affected by these things or who are going through, you know, what said people are going through. So who makes them what gives them the right to kind of make those types of decisions, which is why I feel like the government, as we know it right now, or the way that things are, is not working. And it's not for the people like you think that it is. See, a lot of that stuff is kind of, kind of you know, clouded in like political jargon and, and complex verbiage. And people don't even really know what's going on. But at the end of the day, it's like you're voting for these, you know, local politicians, state politicians, federal politicians, and so on and so forth. And none of their decisions reflects the people that elected them, if you get what I'm saying. So I, I, I don't agree with it. Yeah, you know, um, and this is a topic that I want to talk about because, like I said, I, I watch a lot of uh, videos, news articles, and I read, you know, different pieces about this where there is this um, court decision by the Supreme Court. It comes down to, you know, whether uh, you agree with life or not. And um, that's not as, exactly how I feel. But there are people who are a support of this um, of this law because they feel like the moment uh, contraception happens that, um, you know, the is God's plan now, you know, that, that, that child is, uh, you know, someone's life. Um, and there's no right for someone to take a, 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 take advantage or take away that life. Um, how do you feel about people? Um, because there are a lot of people chiming in about this and there are a lot of people who actually agree with this, um, with this ruling. Do you think that, we should dumb down this type of law to whether you're pro-life or, you know, pro-choice. I feel like it's, it's no one's damn business. 
you know, I mean, I, I get I get this question, you know, I mean, like sometimes, you know, you might, you know, talk to a girl and, you know, so I ask you like, well, what's your opinion on this, on that? And my thing is, it's not my place to even really have an opinion about what a woman chooses to do in one of the most like, you know, vulnerable moments or important moments of her entire life. You don't know how that pregnancy is going to affect her, you know, physically, you know, mentally, emotionally. You don't know what's going on. There's like so many different variables for you know a woman to consider when she finds out that she's pregnant so it's just like people shouldn't have an opinion on that like it's, it's just like sensitive information it's kind of almost to the point where like i feel uncomfortable talking about it because it's none of my damn business you know what i mean so when people are like why there's such a debacle over this is weird and i think people need to really kind of check the moral ground that they stand on you know What's right for somebody else might not be right for you, but just live your life according to your own particular beliefs, but don't impose those beliefs on someone else because you don't know what's going on with them. So me, to really kind of break it down, like if I was in charge, there would be no laws about abortion because again, it's no one's business. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, it, it really comes down to, um, you know, I was reading a piece, um, by New York Times where situations like this, this is exactly why, you know, politics is such a big and divisive topic in America, because it really is a political game. This abortion uh, law and talk is all a political game. And, um, you know, one, one of the things I was reading was a lot of Republican, uh, re Republican senators or Republican, uh, you know, people in office and Republican states already lined up to, uh, you know, ban abortions in a state. And um, a couple of senators, one of the senators, uh, one of his quotes was, he praised the pro-life movement that included millions of volunteers, nonpartisan organizations and lawmakers that all joined together to stand up for the rights of the unborn who are the most vulnerable amongst us. And um, like I said, there's a lot of people who feel that, you know, abortions are not right because you're ending a, a, a new baby's life, a new life in general. Um, do you, it, it, it's a tough topic um, to talk about, um, but do you feel, I, I'm just going to ask you, do you feel that uh, the moment a man or woman, you know, conceive um, the moment, you know, our genetics meet with their genetics that that's a life and it shouldn't be touched with. Um, I don't really want to answer that question. Um, I, like I said, my, my thing is, is when those things happen, right. You know, you and your girl, you know, couples, what have you, when people choose to have unprotected, unprotected sex and, the situation comes to as to whether or not like she's pregnant or you find out that she's pregnant at that point, whatever happens between a man and a woman at that point is between that man and that woman. So me personally, it doesn't matter what I think because I will never get pregnant in my entire life. You know, it's, you know what I'm saying? So it's right. not, it's not for me to really even decide because, you know, us as men, we don't, we don't have to carry that, you know, a, a, a woman gets pregnant she carries that for nine months. You know what I'm saying? And that's not like, I don't know too many women that are like, oh my God, my, my, you know, my pregnancy 
you know, was so fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know we, we all have an idea as to how hard it is on women. So it's like, you make it like, like, and I'm not saying like discussions like these are necessary, but to an extent, because I feel like for women who have been through that or for women who, you know, are in relationships where, you know, they're, they're, they're sexually active and these things can happen. It's like, you're kind of, it's like almost in a way it's like, you're, it, it's creating pressure. It's making it worse for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's, it's such a very private discussion that I think like that it, it's like something like that. I can only talk to about like with a woman, you know what I'm saying? And then right. even then it's like, I, it's whatever she feels. And then I, I as a boyfriend, I'm just going to support that, but I'm, I'm not going to have an opinion. Like, yeah, like a girl would probably be better suited to answer that question. Oh, absolutely. And the only reason why I ask you is, um, you know, so I don't know if you watch uh, Stephen Crowder change my mind on no. YouTube, very populous um, series that he has. He, his videos get, you know, 30 million views um, every time he do them. And um, one of the change my mind segments he had was pro-life versus, uh, uh, you know, pro-choice. And so typically pro-choice leans more toward, you know, women as women's bodies, they can make that, that choice. And um, one of the things he talked about was that, um, you know, a lot of people feel that as men, we get no say so and it's not right because at the end of the day, you know, we are going to be potential fathers in that situation. Um, and again, for me, that I'm all just covering different bases. Everybody has different, uh, different arguments. So that's why I'm talking about different scenarios. Um, but a lot of uh, men and uh, some women um, feel like men should have a say so on this as well, because at the end of the day, you're, taking his choice away if you just say you know it's only up to women do you agree with that do you feel like at the end of the day it's still their choice no matter what well ultimately you know it's their bodies you have conversations to ultimately decide like what would be the best for you know the the two of you in a relationship but ultimately it's her decision at, at the end of the day um you know obviously it's like let's say like if you're if if you're dating somebody, she gets pregnant. You want to keep it, but she doesn't. That's a conversation for you guys to have. I feel like ultimately there should be some sort of same page that you know both parties involved can meet on. And so you know what I'm saying. So moving forward, whatever happens, at least there was some sort of dialogue where you know that you know that man's voice you know was heard and his opinions were considered. Right, and I agree with that. And the, the reason I brought it up because I remember I was watching Dave Chappelle his. Uh, not the last one he did, the one previous to that. I think that was in 2019. He actually made a comment about that um, because he was saying that a lot of people told him he has no right to speak on abortion. And he was like, okay, well, you know, if my choice, uh, if she have the choice whether to keep that baby or not, then I have the uh, choice not to pay child support or be on child support or, you know, be there for the kid if I want it. And, um, you know, that split the, the, the crowd because some people like, really you feel that way and then there's some people like yeah i agree some men feel like if if i get no choice in the say so that um you know at the end of the day if she gets the choice then i should have a choice too whether i want to be there or not um so that, that that's why i brought that up and you know speaking of abortion laws um ever since this uh, new ruling went into effect um 13 states uh, immediately jumped on it and they already uh made their own abortion laws for their states because uh with this supreme court ruling 
it is giving the states the opportunity whether they want to ban abortions, they want to limit the you know the terms uh, that people can abort up to. So let's say you know a New York says you only can abort up until you know 14 weeks in your pregnancy, or states don't have to do it at all. Um, but at least 22 states are likely to institute the bans, uh, according to NBC News. And a lot of uh, other sources are saying that up to 26 states are considering uh, certain or likely um, laws to ban abortions or make some type of uh, law about it. Um, I mean, do, do you do you really feel like this is a violation of of a woman's human right and a, a woman's choice or do you feel like some other people feel like that baby's life is just as important as that woman's and it's not, you know, her choice to, to decide whether that baby gets to live or not. Um, how do you feel about that? Anytime an outside, some outside authority tries to take, you know, free will out of someone else's hands, like choices that don't really affect, you know, like the general public, like a woman is not, you know, committing a crime or something like that, that I have a problem with, you know, I, it's, I, if, if I'm not somebody's dad or something like that, it's not my place to, to try to tell somebody what they feel is best for them. Especially we're talking about adults here. It's not like we're saying like, you know, we're talking about little kids or, or something like that who can't take care of themselves. We have people who have their own beliefs, who've lived their lives, they take care of themselves. And then they, they generally only really have themselves to answer to. So who are these people that, who are they to say what a woman should and should not do? There are certain cases where, you know, a woman could have like an ectopic uh, pregnancy where like the, 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 the cell like is, is stuck at a certain spot. Now, forgive me, like I'm not 100% sure the terminology, but there are like a lot of risks if a woman decides to go on with that pregnancy as to where it could become fatal. And then she has to make a decision. You get what I'm saying? There's a lot of different, you know, medical reasons as to why, you know, um, it might necessitate, you know, uh, an abortion. So who is uh, an elected official or whomever these people are, who are they to try to impede someone's right to, you know what I'm saying? Like look after their own well-being and their own health, because one of those things, one of the worst things that, that a man could ever go through is like, you know, you're having a baby you know, with a woman and then like she dies giving birth. Right. These things happen. Like these things happen. Like you, you never know. Like when it comes to pregnancies, like every, every woman's body is different. It's like, there's some women who can have like 12 kids. And then there's, there's some women who they have one kid and they draw the line at that because their experience was, you know, so, you know, like arduous and, 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 and terrible. So it's like, who would I be as, as a elected official? Like, yeah, she can't, she can't do that. Like, who, who am I? Who am I? So people really need to look at the government and really see the things that they're doing and like the the, the constitutional rights that they're going out of the way to overturn to kind of, you know, give themselves like, like a moral pat on the back or for them to feel good about their own personal moral compass. Oh, absolutely. And let, let me first off by saying this. I do think that the government is all up in our Kool-Aid too much. I, I do want to admit that. And I'm going to touch on the government a little, little later on, but one of the common arguments that I hear from, you know, people who are uh, for pro-life, right? Um, 
you know, they push back on the statement. Like uh, a lot of times people will say, you know, what about women who are raped or, uh, or uh, you know, victims of sexual assault or incest, right? You know, they deserve the right to, you know, get an abortion because they got a crime committed against them. But some people push back on that. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I agree with that. But at the same time, there are people who abuse this thing because they don't want to buy the necessar- necessarily uh, way. They don't want to buy the things that would prevent these, uh, you know, uh, situations like condoms, um, birth control, plan B, whatever the case may be. People are just having unprotected sex with no consequences. And then when they regret it, they just run to the abortion clinic. That's what a lot of people think that that people use abortion as a, some type of uh, 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 way to, uh, you know, not take full responsibility uh, for their actions in the bedroom. Uh, do you feel that way? Do you feel like um, that's that is an actual argument, or do you just feel like people are being ignorant? Um, I feel like people are being nosy, man. Like there's just no way around it. Like what someone else is doing in the confines of their relationship is none of my damn business. Like I, I really, I like, I really don't understand why people are so fixated on trying to tell people what to do. Regardless, like even if that was the case where, you know, a couple was just having unprotected sex and then, you know, they just didn't get the plan B in time. And then they, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's on them. I'm not like, that's none of my business. So it's like, why am I going to say, oh, well, you guys are not being responsible or this and that. It's none of my damn business. If, if it's, let's say, if I don't believe in those types of things happening, then I'll just make sure in my own life that those things will happen. You get what I'm saying? So it's right. like, if, if, if you're somebody that, that is, you know, anti-abortion, right? Or if you're somebody that is for abortion, the life that you live will reflect those choices. But what somebody else is doing has nothing to do with you. It's like, the reason why we have so much conflict in this world anyway is because we're all up in each other's business, always trying to impede, you know, impose our will onto somebody else's life. That's what breeds conflict. Nobody will be saying anything if they just didn't over, if they didn't overturn what's, what's been there for about a decade or so, you know what I'm saying? Like for decades, I should say, because didn't wasn't Roe versus Wade? Like when when did that? When was that decision made again? Hold on, let me see. But the Roe versus like the original, so like the oh, original, that was 1973. Exactly. So decades, yeah. So I'm so I'm correct. So them just choosing to to overturn that is just like look, man. Like you you're opening up a can of worms, and these like this is my thing. These elected officials should not be making these choices. What I would feel better about is at least we all right, we shouldn't be only voting for the damn elected officials and then they just decide to make these decisions. We should be voting for the decisions that they make. So you ask the public to go out and vote for this particular topic. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, you're uh, you know, should should abortions be legal or should abortions be illegal? The general public, it will then be their responsibility or our responsibility to go out and vote. You see what I'm saying? The only time people should be voting is not just to get these people in office. Like, that's that's whack. It's like, you you attend a Trump rally or a Biden rally, everybody's just standing around listening to one person talk. None of these attendees are ever heard. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's why you have so many people who are upset is because their voices were not heard and you got these 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 old ass 
65 year old, 75 year old, 80 year old, you know, politicians who've been in these political seats for, for, you know, 20, 30, 40 fucking years. And then it's like, they never, they, they never had not one conversation with the average person. Like have these people ever gone to like, this is my thing. It's like, if I'm somebody, if I'm an elected, you know, official, and then I'm one of the people that I'm going out and I'm make like, basically like I'm an integral part as far as like the decision that's ultimately being made, go to a damn clinic, go sit and talk to people who are actually going through it. Go there for a couple of days. I, I bet you they're going to be like, yo, like I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be making these decisions because you don't know what's going on with people. You don't know like what women go through, what, what men go through who are part of that process. So it's just like, yo, like just stay out of it. Stay right. out of it. The way that these decisions are being made, it is not working because in the Constitution, it says we, the people, they're not talking about citizens. They're talking about the people that get elected. And, and those are the people that are heard because they're the ones in the boardrooms. Is, can, you, can you say that there was one civilian that was in the building when they you know, ultimately overturned that? Nope. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it. It's, Besides it's a court reporter, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like it's uh, yeah, some some form of you know journalistic media. It, it, it's, it's obsolete. It's not working. If I had my way, you 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 pose the question, then people go out to vote at specific areas. That's it. Just like how everybody wants to get all up and then vote for you know presidents and stuff like that. Well, people need to go and vote for the legislation. Yep. Facts. And- Facts. That's how you. That's how you solve the problem. That. Then, then I bet you society would be less angry because we actually have a say in what's going on. This society don't have a say in, in what's going on. So it's like we can have these conversations and things like that. People can argue on the internet all they want. But at the end of the day, that's just to compensate for not having a say in what's actually going on. Therefore, this is not a democracy. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going to touch on that. I, I want to mention this too. And, you know, the, the, the sad part about this ruling is that it is definitely going to affect the healthcare system because you know why? And the states that that do uh, provide or, or who are going to make uh, abortion laws uh, and make abortions uh, legal in their states, you know, uh, gynecologists, emergency room doctors, any type of physician that take care of pregnant people or try to uh, provide or refer people to an abortion clinic or whatever the case may be, help them out in this situation. You know, at the end of the day, they, these people are going to get targeted. You know why? Because the government is going to say, you know what? We made the ruling, but you know how some people are if they feel morally that they want to help somebody in a situation that they just, they don't want to carry on with their with their pregnancy. They're going to get hit, hit with criminal charges, fines, lose their license, face a jail time. And now people are in a dilemma where it's like, you know, I want to help this teenage girl. I want to help this this lady with a high risk pregnancy or someone who suffered a sexual assault. Um, I can't help you no more because at the end of the day, if I if I help you, I could I could be sentenced to jail. I'll lose my license. How am I going to provide for my family? And this is why I, you know, I did a podcast before about politics. And this is why I say politics at the end of the day is all politics and people need to speak up and actually vote. And I'm not talking about just like you said, the presidential election, because there's much more people involved than the president. And even in this case, Joe Biden has no say so in this ruling. He can't overturn it. He can't do nothing about it. And this is why our government, first of all, this is an unbalance of power because 
yeah, the Supreme Court has high power, but they're not the ones who make the laws. The legislators do. And even then, with this ruling, the Supreme Court has the the end all be all say so on this matter. And this is why I always tell people, make an informed vote. I, I agree with voting, but make sure it is an informed vote because a lot of people, you know, tend to, oh, if I'm a Democrat, I'm going to just vote for Democrat. And if I'm a Republican, I'm only going to vote for Republican. And you see what has led us, you know, it, people need to vouch and, and study and understand who these people they're putting in power because yeah, you might vote for the, the most popular candidate, but just because he's popular don't mean he's looking out for your best interest. And yep. a lot of these politicians, they don't care about us. They right. care about fattening their pockets and, rule, and, uh, and running this country. And this is why I feel like the government has too much power because they know people at the end of the day don't really care about what they're going to do until it happens. You know what I'm saying? How right. many times we see in history, uh, even in recent memory, we see these candidates getting elected because they're popular or because people would despise the other person so much that, you know, <clears throat> Trump, I'm making that assumption. Uh, people are just voting based off popularity. And now we're stuck in a, a situation where <laughs> uh, what can we do? You know what I'm saying? So people need to go out there and actually vet for the people they voting for and don't just blindly vote because he says something better on Twitter than the other person. You know what I'm saying? Because that politicians are smooth talkers, just like me. You know, I'll admit I'm a smooth talker. But politicians are smooth talkers. They know what to say to get their way into the building, get their way into the room. And then once they get into the room, they don't care. They only do a goddamn thing for us besides fatten up their pockets, go on vacations, and make make decisions without, you know, consoling the American people. That's the part that annoys me is that these people... Um, are getting voted in because people aren't making uh, informed uh, votes. And even if people do make informed votes, let's say the candidate don't work out, right? Let's say, you know, three years, I think is usually the term for anybody less than a president. It's favoritism in politics. So we may not like them, but if he knows the guy who, who you know, overruns the Supreme Court and, you know, has the the, the powers to be who he, you know, handshakes and rub elbows with he'll stay in office and things will never change that's why i i personally feel like they need to make an age restriction law because why are 80 something year old people who are probably racist sexist homophobic running this country still i i just don't get it well look what we need is a libertarian government. And by definition, that's an advocate or supporter of a political philosophy that advocates only minimal state intervention in the free market and the private lives of citizens. That's what we need. That's what we need. Rest in peace, John McAfee. He used to talk about that a lot. Matt, and this is one of the things, I, I watched George Carlin, a famous comedian passed away um, you know, a, a while ago. And this dude was phenomenal at predicting the future. He talked about how there was going to be a pandemic that happened that plagued the American people. He talked about how the government has too much power and that people need to actually go out there and vote. And for me, voting for the president is one thing. Go out there for the state representatives. You know what I'm saying? When your state is, you know, looking for a new candidate to be a mayor or to be a state legislator, 
go out there and vote for them because people always think that the president is the NLB all. No, because if you live in California, Joe Biden don't, he's not going to make a law for California. Uh, you know, the mayor is. And that's why you have to go out there and vote for these people who run your city, that runs your state, because these are the people that you're going to have to look up to when, you know, laws like this happen. Because, yeah, the Supreme Court is leaving it up to the state. Well, if you have a mayor that, you know, he's like, yeah, you're not getting no abortion. You ain't doing nothing. You know, now you're stuck. You can move right. states. But how many people with kids and families want to just up and move out of a state, you know, just, you know, so that's why I said, like, people need to actually vote and I'm do everything. You got to vote for everybody from the state to the, to the president, to the Supreme court justice, to everything, because all these people matter. And even then I still agree with you, you know, we could do all of this and these people still make every decision that they want. And it's because we don't hold them accountable for it. And I think this is the first time people are actually up in arms and actually want to stand up and say something about that. Do well, what agree? does that ever really amount to, you know, in, in this day and age? And maybe because it's women and we're talking about not just, you know, black women, we're talking about white women and things like that. So maybe, you know, it'll be heard and things like that. But what do, what does, you know, this ever really truly amount to because at the end of the day you know the government creates law and then usually what they say goes and then that's it you know that's it you know perhaps like i said for you know white women and you know white people they'll listen to them because ultimately this is their country you know and i would err on the side of saying that this whole overturning of roe versus wade was for white people anyway so you know i don't know if you heard that but it's true yeah at a at a at a Trump rally, you know, I don't know this, I don't know this woman's name, but she was saying that the overturning was a victory for white life. And apparently the people who or the women that actually go and get abortions, about 40% of them are Caucasian women or white women. So what does that tell you? And look at the states that it's illegal now. So that's all I'm saying. It's smoke, it's smoke and mirrors, man. Smoke and mirrors. It is smoke and mirrors. And my thing for me is there's a lot of people with this uh, I don't care attitude. Now, I'll be the first to admit, I don't really vote. And that's because I, I just that's just my belief. I feel like politics is all just a scam in general. Right. Uh, but there's some people <clears throat> at the end of the day, I do care. That's why I talk about, you know, candidates and stuff like that. But there's some people who don't care at all. They only care about, you know, making money taking care of their family and that's it. And then, you know, I'm not here to, you know, judge people for doing that because that's most of the people that live the American dream, you know, make money, take care of their family. But now when your family is about to get, you know, busted up, have effects like this situation, now it's forcing people to actually reconsider that stance of I don't care because now you actually do care because now your wife, your sister, your mother, your cousin, uh, your cousin, your aunt, these women are being impacted at a tremendous rate. And I feel bad for women right now because, you know, we got to take, we got to fight our battles at each time. But I remember Dave Chappelle said this. Um, so American people are stupid. No, no, I'm, I take that back. It wasn't, it wasn't on uh, him. It was somebody else. I can't remember the name, but he was saying that American people are stupid. 
And the reason why he felt that way is because we don't care about what happens in these offices until something happens. And we shouldn't be waiting until they make a law like this or some like, you know, another, because I'm sure there's going to be something else that rocks the nation in the next couple months or maybe next year. Um, we shouldn't wait until a situation like this happen. And a lot of these battles, we may not be able to win, but if enough people actually went out there and said something, you know, there's a chance that um, we can make something happen. If celebrities actually use their platform to speak up, and I'm not talking about just going. a... They're not going to. They're, I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, like generally speaking, celebrities rarely ever, you know, voice their opinions about like what's really going on. And then when they do, they're just echoing the same sentiment that the people who cut their checks are, you know, saying. So they're never, you're never really going to have a celebrity that is like an A-lister and is a contrarian at that. Like, because at the end of the day, it's like everybody who says, oh, Trump is a bad guy and he's racist. Well, shit, that's what everybody's saying. So I'm not going to give you a pat on the back for saying what everybody else is saying or to really use your resources to, to make a point. And then even then a celebrity can do but so much. And then our, like all a celebrity really can do is just raise awareness and put shine a light on some specific issue that's going on. This is already a national. Well, I, yeah, I would say like like a national um, thing that's affecting the entire United States. So that's. It's not like a celebrity would shed light on something that people are not already seeing already. You know, at, at, at this point in time, you know, one of the things I, I'm noticing is that there's a lot of protests happening. I actually just saw one not too long ago in downtown LA. And um, my thing for people is I, I love protesting and I think we need to do that more often, but we need more people out there actually trying to make meetings with the governors, the state politicians um, to get a seat at the table. And the reason why I said that, for instance, I I bring this up, it's not related to abortion, but um, Mano, the rapper, um, he's he's part of a group called the Lobby Boys in New York. And it's composed of um, different uh, rap artists, um, you know, people in the community, but it's majorly the head of the table uh, of this uh, group is uh, celebrity rappers. And they recently had a sit down with the mayor of New York uh, because of this whole drill music that's happening in New York and the amount of violence that's happening. You know, kids are getting slaughtered tremendously and at a alarming rate. It's, it's ridiculous. Every day somebody's getting killed by gun violence due to drill music um, you know, gang culture and all that stuff. And situations like that, that's why I say we need to get people in the meetings with the, with the people who matter in our state. Because now, you know, hearing people from these, um, from these cities, from these places that laws like uh, the abortion is going to hit harder or, you know, gang culture violence. We need people and those those meetings to talk and address these situations. Because one of the things you said, and I agree, is that a lot of these people are out of touch. They don't know what the American people want and they aren't caught up on current events. We're living a very um, positivity world now, you know, being more inclusive, uh, being more um, 
aware and appreciative of people of color, uh, women, you know, uh, sexual orientation. We're living in that era. And the problem is we have people running this country or who's been in the same position for decades. Look at Nancy Pelosi, for instance. She's been in, in freaking uh, politics for damn near 40, 50 years. Joe Biden is another one who's been in politics for 50 years. A lot of these Supreme Court justices are getting reelected every two, three years, and they stay on that thing for 20, 30, 40 years. And there's a problem with, you know, it's not against older people, but people, especially white older people who have certain um, thoughts and opinions that may not correlate with today's time are running this country. And that is the problem. We don't have people who relate to the American people running. You know, how is an 85 year old white guy who's, like I said, probably racist, probably still feels like women should cook and clean and has no idea of what the American people want and are facing in today's culture are making decisions about our um, our government, about our people. That's why I said for me personally, even if we don't get the whole voting thing right, then there needs to be a limit. You know, nobody should be running this country for 40 years. Nobody should be in the Supreme Court for 40 years because your, your influence, <clears throat> the longer you're on the Supreme Court, the more power you get, the more influence you have. So you might get a guy who is in touch with our generation, with what the people are facing nowadays. And he's up against a long time uh, Supreme Court justice that's been sitting on the panel for, you know, 40 years. Who who people going to listen to in those meetings? Him or the guy who's been on the board for 40 years? And that's why there needs to be some type of age restriction or term limit. You, nobody should be running. Nobody should be holding a, a seat at the table of a country, you know, at 85 years old. I, I just don't see how that is uh, feasible. Um do you do you agree with that? Uh say that last part again. I feel like um they need to have term limits and they need to I'm, I'm not trying to be ageism, but they need to get uh you know, they need to get, you know, out with the older and with the new. That's how I feel. And, well, I mean, I I I wouldn't say that that's any guarantee that things would be better because I'm pretty sure to some degree, if I, if I were to research it, there probably are, you know, some younger politicians that are in there, but ultimately at the end of the day, it's not really, the, the age is not necessarily a, a good indicator of someone's mind and like their mentality and what their agenda is as far as whatever it is that they have say over, you know what I'm saying? Whatever political contributions that they make to society. So, I get what you're saying in, in a way, but I don't know if, if that's an actual guarantee. It's like you would probably have to see if young if, if a younger demographic of politicians were the majority, um, what effect that would actually have and would things be any any different. Maybe it would, maybe it won't. Um, but as you know, the the older people start to, you know, phase out and then younger people are, you know, are coming in, maybe these are the relatives of the freaking you know people that are leaving if you get what i'm saying so i i guess my point what i was making is it's more it's more likely that somebody who's a little on the younger side who who's who have their feet on the ground amongst the american people and see the progression that's happening 
um, will understand more and be able to make better informed decisions. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to be ageism because there are some older people that get down with these times. They, they're all about, you know, sexual identity and, you know, stop racism and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that, but what I'm saying is again, why is somebody who's in a late seventies, early eighties running our country? Because let's be real. Most of the time, a lot of older people are stuck in their ways. They are stuck right. in their ways. And if they feel like, you know, uh, you know, I don't really care about black people or women should just be in the house cooking and cleaning. A lot of times as you get older, those principles never change. That's just on the real side. And that's what I mean. Like they need to get out with the old and with the new, get more fresh blood, younger blood in there, because these are the people that, that understand what's happening. They see the transition that's happening in, in America right now. Whereas somebody who's protected, who's been on the board for 40 years, you know, damn near should be retired at a, you know, uh, you know, a retirement home. It's still making ill-informed decisions on our country. And, and a lot of the times, like I said, the longer you've had a tenure in the government, the more power and influence you get. So that's why I'm saying there should be term limits. And uh, like I said, ageism too, uh, you know, you shouldn't come into office at 40 and leave at, you know, damn near 90 years old because your perspective is probably not going to shift with the times. And on top of that, we need people who understand the, the culture, the society we live in now, who could go into these meetings and advocate properly, even if things don't work out the way it should, at least we have somebody in there who can advocate for us because the, the reality is, reality of it is most Americans aren't going to be at the seat of the table. But if somebody who's already kind of at the cups to the table and understand the time that we live in it and on the younger side, I mean, we have a better chance of making things happen. And then, you know, uh, 85 year old man who probably still has the same idea, a lot, uh, you know, thoughts and um, ideas that he had in the 1950s, you know, so. Um, right. Do yeah, well, a person like that is probably not going to be black. And I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, the, the things that I'd like to see happen, you know, a, a white person is not going to be the one to ultimately make those decisions. So um, and it's something that I've said recently, you know, this country, you know, will change eventually and it's changing right now. But what the country will change into, um, I, I wholeheartedly do not expect it to benefit everybody. Right. And I agree with you. And for me personally, I really don't. I, I want to get too much uh, too involved with the identity politics. Me personally, I don't really care if it's black or white. If it's as long as there's somebody who understands the people and can properly, because no matter your skin tone, you know, some people don't care at all about us. But if I can get, if we can get somebody in there who can make um, informed and rational decisions based off. They experience with American culture and society nowadays, that'll be helpful because like you said, how did this even happen is because those people sitting at those tables are old. They have certain ideas and thoughts that they never changed. And for them, they probably see women as objects or, oh, they should be home cooking and cleaning and taking care of the children. And they don't want to see abortions happen because back then, you know, it probably didn't happen as often. So they they 
are making laws based off what they have an idea of life like was for them when they were younger in the 60s and the 50s. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was saying, like, you got to get out with the old and with the new, man, because, you know, the older you get, the more stubborn you are. And a lot of times, a lot of people don't want to change when they get to a certain age because they stuck with that that way. And I'll say that, you know, like, for instance, my mother. I love my mother, but she's in the 60s. The ways that she think, I'm using this as a frame of reference. She has certain ideas that she will never change. She will never change. And we've talked to her about it. We try to get her to change her mind about certain things. And she will absolutely not change because that's she's lived with that for 60 plus years. And that's why I'm saying the older you are, the more the, the longer you kind of hold that the idea that you don't want to let go. So, you know, I, I think this is a sad day that, you know, we're living in a society now where the government can control people's lives. And I, I think for me, I don't care about gun control right now. I don't care about, you know, the other problems because we only could do it one step at a time. But this one right here, I mean, it's a sad, sad situation for, for women, especially because now you're telling them that, you know, if you get pregnant, you know, you just got to deal with it. And, you know, there's nothing you could do about it. Um, do you have any thoughts or anything? Not necessarily. I just, you know, want people to ask questions and think critically. I agree. Uh, you know, let, like I said, we live in a time that we, we need people to be more uh, empathetic, be more sensitive, be more caring and understanding to other people. And I don't care whether you're pro-life, uh, you know, pro-abortion, anti-abortion, whatever the case may be. This situation right here is a moment for men and women to stand up for the rights of just human life for, for women, because this is just the beginning. If they can make laws like this, I mean, there's no limit to what this government can do. And like I said, we, we shouldn't wait until the next big, you know, thing like this happens before we stand up and say something again. So, um, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was very controversial. A lot of people have a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions about it. And we are two dudes, but we still feel empathetic and we still can side with women in this situation. So, um, you know, just be ill-informed, uh, be more informed, go out and vote in uh, any race, state, legislative, uh, president, Supreme Court, anything. Get your, get your voice out there and let your voice be heard by these, these people. So, um, you know, thank you for coming on, Dimitri. I hope. Uh, you had a good time talking about this. And like I always say, a helping hand is a better hand. Peace. Peace.